Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So, before we jump into today's episode, I'm going to do some housekeeping. Um, as I said to you guys, I really do think the merch will be out by December, <laughs> okay? So, you know what that means? That means you'll have to buy it. Okay, so you guys have been saying you've been waiting for this, and um, uh, now it's now it's gonna be here. Um, so what I do plan on doing is the week before December first, I'm gonna show you guys what the merch look like looks like. Um, and also I believe the last week of November, I will do a little um challenge for you guys. Um, and I'll probably let you guys know that next week, I believe. Um. Or I can just let you know now. So what I plan to do for the whole uh, week before December 1st is I'm going to have you guys guess what you think will be on the first, uh, um, I guess, output of the merchandise. Because I have, I have many plans, guys. I have many plans. But if you guys don't buy this first one, <laughs> those plans might go right out the window for me and you. Um, and you know, I know people say, oh, it's limited. It's a limited amount. So make sure you buy quick. Um, I'm doing this by myself. So it truly isn't a limited amount. I'm buying it and, and then you're buying it. You know what I mean? This is costing me money. So I'm trying to be wise and buy a limited amount first to see what the demand is. And then as you guys buy more, then I will keep making more. Um, so that is my plan. So the last week I'm going to give you guys a whole week to guess on Instagram um let me think yeah I'll, I'll just drop a post on there and I'll let you guys guess for the whole that whole week and whoever guesses correctly first um will get a free t-shirt or a hoodie so keep an eye out for that also uh, I'm gonna quick uh, do a quick recap of where we're at with um the podcast games that's what I feel like they that, that's what's happening right now um but listener behavior let's see who's at the top Australia is in number two. I'm not, I don't remember who was in number two last week, but, um, or the week before that, but it goes United States, Australia, Canada, Barbados, then the UK. (laughs) So y'all, the UK, y'all, I don't know what's going on with me and you. I don't know what's going on. Are we, are we on good terms still? I need to know. Someone hit me up and let me know. Um, but also the trending topics right now are episode 77, which is last week's episode with Shama. And that was such a fun, awesome episode. So go check that out. Also, uh, episode 72, Detox Christian Dating. And also someone has been watching Platonic Friendships and also Same Sex Attraction. Um, so those are all the episodes you guys are listening to right now. So cool. Keep listening. Um, yes. Yeah, so as you guys can see, today is... I guess you could say more of a heavier episode. I haven't done an episode that would cause too much conviction in a while, I guess. Um, but I think this is a very important episode because um, our relationships do affect um, who we become and who we are, who we want to be, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, that's what I want to talk about today. And hopefully this is encouraging for you guys and convicting in a good way. So let's get right into it. So I actually was working on a different episode when I started working on this episode because that episode reminded me that I wanted to do this episode. And I believe the episode um, 
that I'm referring to will come out the last week of November um, called Beauty is a Gift. So stay tuned for that one. Um, but it really sparked something in me. You know, I said, I need to write this whole episode right now. And oh, you know what that reminds me? Uh, do want to remind you guys again. Sorry. <laughs> the The podcast will be on hiatus in December. Okay. I don't know if you weren't watching, weren't watching or listening to the past episodes this past couple of weeks, but we will be taking a hiatus in December. Okay, guys, just like I did last year. Some of you, some of you might be newer and I did this last year and I'll be doing it every single year because I need to take a break. Okay. You guys take breaks. I'll take a break. But anyways, I was writing, um, just kind of brainstorming for another episode. And I decided to write this one because I forgot, oh, this is something I need to talk about. So I've spoken about in a past episode about this guy that I spoke to that I felt was, um, immature, um, too immature for me because of the ease of being peer pressured by his friends or yeah, his friends group, friend groups. So to elaborate that on all, to elaborate on that a little more um this guy knew his word he went to church and he even fellowship with men that went to church with him as well so awesome beautiful uh green flag but I don't know how early on this was when we were talking but he just kind of gave me an outline um of how a couple of months ago on his birthday all his friends got really drunk to the point of being like belligerent he couldn't really tell me how he got from plan to place this place to the next place he was like there was an operation of vehicles in this friend group after being drunk I don't know he even said he don't know how they got to win I don't I don't like any of that just in general so you know what I'm saying they had him like dragging him up the stairs this man is six five okay not an easy job so they're doing a lot of crazy stuff um under the influence now some of y'all may be thinking like okay he had a slip up it's fine um hopefully that is not your thought process but um that really wasn't even the biggest issue for, issue for me. I definitely think that is very distasteful um, to be behaving that way. Um, it's also a sin, according to the Bible. So, right, that's who we answer to is the Bible and Christ. Um, but re- what really got to me was that he justified it. He said, ah, oh, well, you know, we don't do that often. Uh, like, they knew I didn't want to drink, but they made me. They kept giving me shots. So first he's telling me that because they didn't get drunk often, he he could downplay sin like that makes sense to y'all that makes sense and and that really is a turnoff for me like that's so not cute once a man tries to justify sin like I'm disgusted like I'm it's not for me it's really not for me um it's not cute because it just makes me wonder like what other sins are you willing to justify so you know that shows me a lack of spiritual discipline then he said that he kept drinking because his friends kept feeding him drinks (sighs) That then tells me that he has a hard time being counterculture or um, standing alone for Christ or just being, I don't know, standing up, not agreeing with just because just his guys are doing this or doing that. He don't know how to just stand alone in Christ. And I don't really see myself being led by a man whose excuse for sinning is because his friends wanted him to. Like, that's just not a man I see myself submitting to. You know what I'm saying? Like, me personally, <laughs> I wouldn't let that. I'm just kidding. But genuinely I just that's not for me and I don't think it should be for you either um and and let me remind you it wasn't simply the act of being drunk alone that turned me off it was a justification and the lack of spiritual discipline he even spoke to me about other areas of his life and when I confronted him about it you know kindly of course he minimized it and he was he was a great guy he was very sweet to me he was a gentleman 
Um, but I just knew that he had more growing to do. And I'm not going to stay with a man who has potential, um, you know, but doesn't have a repentant heart. There's those are two very different things. Um, and that's how you land yourself in a little pickle when you be dating potential. He might potentially be. Um, now, if he was able to acknowledge the conviction and make a conscious effort to change, then we'd have, we would have been in, in a different space. So we could be, you know, going places, you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't the case. He also acted kind of weird when I asked him if he would go to therapy. So that, you know what I'm saying? That did it for me as well. I'm like, mm, this ain't for me. Check, please. Um, but the point of me speaking about this ultimately is to address the fact that there are many Christians settling for friendships that are just godly enough that they can continue sitting together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna say that again so there are many christians settling for friendships that are just godly enough that they can continue sinning together like we love jesus we go to church we serve at church we read our word but we also go out and get drunk every weekend we do all these things but we also encourage each other each other to have premarital sex if the opportunity arises we do all these things but we say nothing or encourage our friends to move in with their significant other before marriage. And I think this is a combination of two things. Um, the lack of understanding when it comes to stewarding your friendships well and a desire to be lukewarm, um, you know, to have Jesus and to have the world as well, you know. Um, and I've never really understood this concept. Like, I'm not saying I've never sinned or never wanted to sin or never even sinned with my friends because I have done that. Um, I have, um, but to do that when you truly have a relationship with Christ, Christ, I just, I don't understand the concept because when I was doing those things, I did not truly know Christ and I didn't truly, um, submit my life to him, but now submitting my life to him, I just couldn't see myself being, you know, sitting with someone who also loves Jesus. And it reminds me of a verse in Romans that says, um, knowing that Christ died for you, um, and that you're saved by grace, do you just go on sinning? And, you know, Paul says, no, it's literally abusing the gift that God gave you and then doubling over when you are sexually sinning because you're sinning against Christ and against yourself. Um, our friendships as Christians should not look identical to those who are not in Christ. Um, and I completely understand how, um enticing the world is i also live here with you okay so this is not me just pointing a finger i know that there's temptation in the world but you are giving into the devil's schemes um i think it's so important for us to remember that the devil knows god he's an idiot but he knows god um he knows his power and he knows that he he knows that he's been given reign over the earth like he understands how this whole thing works um he does come to steal kill and destroy but in a true Christian's life, the tool the devil uses the most is distraction and deceit. He doesn't have to take you completely off the path in one foul swoop. Um, it can literally just be slow nudges over time. Um, I can just get drunk on weekends or once a week. Um, I won't have, you know, real sex. I'll just do things outside of penetration. And as my listeners know, that is still sex, my friend. <laughs> okay. You are still engaging sexually. That is still sexual immorality, okay? Um, so he doesn't have to take you out in one foul swoop. All he has to do is des deceive you to think that a little bit of sin doesn't matter to Christ. And that is completely a lie. Christians who sin together, y'all ought to be 
you know, doing it with fear and trembling. You know what I'm saying? And I pray that for you guys. Yeah, I pray that for you. <laughs> that the next time y'all make a decision to be sitting together, I hope you feel the fear of God. Um, and not because I want you to feel condemned, you know, because there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ, right? There's no condemnation. But you are for sure playing with fire and we do serve a just God. And, you know, just because you don't lose your salvation um, doesn't mean you don't get consequences. So we have a responsibility as Christians, um, as brothers and sisters in Christ to hold ourselves and to hold others, each other to a higher standard. So finding a Christian friend who struggles with the same sins as you is not an opportunity to indulge together. It's an opportunity to be the church to each other. Um, you may feel that you, you know, you're, you're being loving, um, with each other, but you're actually only seeking what fulfills your flesh together. And that's not love. Love is doing the hard thing of saying, Hey, I know you want to go over to his house tonight. And, you know, I would love to hear the story if you did that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but your worth is more, you're, you're worth more than that. And that is not true love. And that's not actually what you're looking for. So, you know, come over to my house instead. Let's go out to eat. Let's um, talk about what's happening in your heart to lead you to this place. We never want to be the friend that leads a friend deeper into darkness because, you know, you may believe that you can snap back from it, but they may not be able to do that. They may not be able to snap back fast or even at all. And that reminds me of James 520 that says, uh, it says, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Other translations say you will ha- you will save their soul. So if your friend is close enough to you to feel that they can sin with you and you, you know, you feel the same, you're also close enough to save each other from it. And that is so beautiful, especially because you have you know, you have the same pull on your heart. You, you sin the same way. You have the same struggle. Um, now, this decision to stop sinning with someone and, you know, try to hold them accountable as you hold yourself accountable can mean the ending of a friendship as well. But we also never know who or if the devil is just using people to distract us or keep us in sin. Once again, like I talked to you guys about, everyone who's sitting in church every day or, or every uh, Sunday is not a Christian. Just because they're in the house of the Lord doesn't mean they're of Christ. So you really never know who the devil is using to distract you or to keep you in sin. So, you know, if that person wants to end that friendship because of it, so be it. And that reminds me of another verse in 1 Corinthians that says, if uh, if any believing spouse wants to divorce, let them go. That's what the Bible says. And it's the same for friendship, I believe. You are unequally yoked at this point now. You've decided to repent and turn away of sin, away from sin. And this person is choosing to continue in sin. So you are now unequally yoked at this point. And, you know, I don't say that without, you know, sadness in my heart for you. You know, that's not an easy decision. I've had to end friendships because they weren't loving me well or they didn't want to live a life for Christ as they you know, said their, their actions didn't actually prove that. Um, and friendship breakups are hard, but Christ is so much better. And on the flip side of that, how much more depth can you get to in that friendship when you guys are able to turn towards Christ together? 
and have those vulnerable conversations that need to happen and you know be able to be that accountability that you you each really need and I feel like I see this on TikTok a lot that there are a lot of girls like that talk about how it's hard to make adult friends and I definitely understand that but church is definitely a good place to start like get involved in serving join a young adults group um you know be willing to be vulnerable in those relationships with healthy timing obviously um and if you're already doing all of those things and still haven't found any good friends, then keep that desire in your prayers. Talk to God about it. I really want friends who can hold me accountable, who aren't looking to sin and come to church on Sunday. Like I want someone to help me be who you want me to be, Lord. And while you're holding yourself accountable to Christ, um, you know, sometimes you may be friends with people that don't completely click in the way that you'd want them to. But you need that safe friendship and that will help you avoid sin. So give time to those relationships and hopefully the Lord will bless you with friends that fit, you know, a little better, you know, or even a man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He might bless you with that. But it's important for us to try to live for Christ and choose friends who point us in that direction as well. So it's not just a bit of sinning, right? It's a lack of spiritual discipline. And I say all this in love because I want better for you and for your friendships. And, you know, ultimately it's what the Lord wants for you. And you know what I'm saying? What I want don't matter at the end of the day is what Jesus wants for you. Um, he wants a true loving relationship with him and with his kids. So yeah, just hope this is encouraging for you guys to be patient. Just like, um, we have to be patient for romantic relationships. You don't just throw yourself into relationships where you're unequally yoked. You wait until you find a man who truly can love you well. It's the same thing with friendships. So if you have to be alone before you can be in friendships that um, actually feed you and help you to be more like more like Christ, then so be it. Like just give your life to serving in church and being around people who love the Lord, um, being in your word, all that good stuff before you try to maintain a friendship that's actually not good for you and that will bring you further from Christ. So as you guys know, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. Um, always remember to speak the truth in love, kiss the sun, and I'll speak to you guys next week. Bye.